Hey, greetings fellow slingers, it's your trusted handler Brian, and here we are coming off episode 9, and we're feeling fresh. We sat down for these next two episodes, recording them back to back, but you only get one of them this week. Especially since the digital rage room will be down a few hard slingers of yore as personal lives clash with our recording sessions. But don't you fret, we always seem to have something to drop. That sounds... odd. Anyway, before I lead us into episode 10, I got a few shout-outs. Angelo Musia over on our Facebook page. He says, I just started listening to your podcast. I love it. That's awesome to hear, Angelo. I'm glad you found us. Remember, you can find us on all of our social media platforms. We're out there. And over on our YouTube channel, Akurox Web Music Radio has subscribed to the channel. Remember to head over to Roll the Hard 20 and do the same if you haven't already done so. It really does help the channel out. And be sure to click the notification bell so you never miss when, guess what, we drop one. <laughs> and finally, we have over on our Instagram, Brassfy, commenting that he's still loving the show so far and for us to keep up the great work. Hell yeah, we are. And we're going to do so right now. So, Let's warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents Episode 10 of our Delta Green Scenario, Convergence. Enjoy. Do them both at the same time. Be efficient. Dual wield. <laughs> How's my brother's doing on a Sunday afternoon? Doing, doing well. Good. Doing good, That's man. Doing real well. I was Need elbow advisory deep. still going on. Yeah, yeah. Recording Shocker, live the from the uh, surface of Mercury right now. Yeah. Still getting those uh, heat lightning balls through the sky or or UFOs. It's hot in Mercury, but it's cold in Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> I hear your anus now has rings. <laughs> so I'm glad everybody's doing well. Before we begin, of course, we've got some business. So let's let's ring us in first, and then uh, we'll go over some of this stuff. All right? Handle it. All right. Handled. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World Hard 20 Podcast. Is I, your trusted handler, Brian, and with me, my hard slingers of yore. Ooh, yeah. 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 Episode 10 of our Delta Green run-through of Convergence. But we got the business, as always. We got to take care of some business. Uh, we got a shout-out to Rusty Shackleford. That's a fucking baller name, dude. <laughs> Rusty, who has subscribed to our YouTube channel, makes him number 100. Hey. So oh, we're yeah. slowly creeping. Milestone, we're creeping. Man. Don't That's be creeping. We're creeping hard. So let's uh, raise our glasses for Rusty. Hey, I know you can't see Rusty. We got hey, over Rusty Bunghole, I love you, baby. <laughs> remember if you too want to hear a shout out which we try to give shout outs to everybody that writes into the show or subscribes then join us at our youtube channel at roll the hard 20 or subscribe to wherever we're out there man leave us that five star rating and review we're on all major podcast apps you know i see a lot of people they uh they like to to Say thank, you know, you guys are putting on a great show. You guys are doing this. You guys, oh man, you guys are awesome professionalism. The best thing that you could do besides give us these awesome compliments is tell people about us. Always, always. And if you follow us on any of our common social media groups like Delta Green or whatever, if you have liked the show, then please mention it on one of those Facebook groups or Instagram or Twitter, or whatever. Just help the show get seen more so we could put out more for all of you. Right? Oh, yeah. That's where you guys answer. Uh, Chris, do you have your notes? <laughs> I'm going to give us a rundown. So, well, you, well, mm-hmm. let me, uh, let me answer the question. You have the notes. I post every episode in the Discord. <laughs> gotcha. It, you're right. I have the notes in the Discord. I just didn't scroll up that far. I was just asking if you had them. That's all. Yeah. Don't be such a bitch about it, dude. Well, I was late. I should probably deserve that. Here we are. No, I was hmm. talking to Chris. <laughs> so I wonder what's going to happen to the notes this episode. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see at the end. Don't sweat it because I'm about to get you guys up to speed right now. So it's Monday morning. 
You guys met with an agent sent by SAC Derringer out of Knoxville who delivered a method for testing for the protomatter. It was a spray compound that he sprayed in the air and terrified that the air itself had misted a, uh, a purplish haze and he left in a hurry. Using that solution on each other, you found that you were all affected by this unusual substance, especially Adesso, where Billy Ray Spivey had vomited towards you. Eventually, you guys isolated this as the water being the vector of the substance. And it was while leaving the shut-eye that Sheriff Oakley approached the four of you in the parking lot, and a heated argument began to ensue that was diffused by Joe Krista, who turned out to be an NSA agent. And although he was not in Groversville on any form of official capacity, he was able to get the sheriff to leave you alone, at least for a while. From there, you guys had went to the reservoir. Each, you tested the reservoir water and found that the uh, water itself was contaminated. You also located Billy Ray's three friends, Jimmy Wren, Mitch the Lips Atkins, and Lenny Hooker Oakley, who just so happens to be the son of the sheriff. You guys began talking to them, inquiring about Billy Ray and his girlfriend, and you learned that Jane Allen, Billy Ray's girlfriend, was supposed to meet with someone who was going to help her, a person with two first names, one Scott Adams. So we got some good info to go on if if this girl was the supposed to see Mr. Adams. Uh, or was whether she met him or not, we don't know, but she was supposed to. That's a great opening for us to go and grill him if we need to. And go find out some more info if he met with her, all that sort of thing. Is Krista still around? I mean, he I got the impression he was nearby the hotel, if not staying in the hotel. He was staying at the hotel, probably still is at the shut eye. He was with his wife and his sister in law. Angel. So remember, he ran interference for us in the parking lot with uh, Sheriff Oakley. So he's right, he's right. still with us. That that part I remember, of course. But my is he part of the Delta Green family? Is really what I want to know. It just seems to be coincidental we have this many people. Mm. You don't think so, Sammy? Interesting. I think that's a writer special. Uh, I'll cut this out. Okay. Um, I'm not going to explain that, but whether or not he is or not. But there are certain NPCs that you could come across that may be helpful to your mission that may later on, well, you could recruit them as friendlies. And then he's an agent as well, though. Right? He is. He's with the NSA. Yeah. So he does have some kind of a, uh, a government background that has to do with law enforcement to a degree or I don't know what he does outside of this or rather I should say you guys don't know what he does. But Makamura was a friendly and now he's a little bit more roped in now, right? He's an agent. He is considered yeah. an agent of the agency at this point. Okay. But he didn't start off that way. You guys, having met with him on a couple of different missions, eventually brought him into the fold. Got it. I was just wondering, since his interference was timely, uh, if he was in the know. That's an interesting observation because he has no motivation to run interference for us. None. No, he doesn't. So that's just something we'll just have to play out and see. Okay. <clears throat> Check out the big brain on Adesso. <laughs> you guys are too kind. Is that a new uh, camera, Adesso? Um, no, it's more light. Oh, okay. There we Being go. Since it's earlier, uh, the sun is still <laughs> on my other window and it's okay. beaming in. Well, obviously your microphone is solar powered as well because we could hear you much better this time around too. Well, now I make sure it's right in front of my face. You can still see it a little bit at the bottom. Mm -hmm. of I can't, camera. but you sound yeah. excellent. I love it. I'm glad to hear that. You're very radiant today. I'm radiant. <laughs> it's the uh, sun reflecting off my gray hair. <laughs> well, we're going to tax you for that sunlight, too, because you're still in California. Yeah, they do. Believe me, they do. Uh, <laughs> I apply for the legislature every time there's a bad weather day for a tax abatement. Uh, Percentage-wise, I mean, prorated over the number of bad days. Let's get. Let's go back to the to the <laughs> reservoir. <laughs> what are we doing? Well, I'd like um, to talk to uh, Oakley's kid again. They're still all right in front of you. I'll uh, mention to Lenny. I go, hey, Lenny, this is Agent Adesso here. As far as agents go, he's a good guy. All right. Yeah. Why don't you talk to him a little bit? I got to talk to 
Agent Rice over here for a second. Say, no, Lenny, you know, uh, I know I'm not a, a a minor or anything, but you know, my my dad doesn't think I should be talking with law enforcement without him be, being around or anything like that. Well, Lenny, if if I could, I'd like to take a walk with you and let me put your mind at ease on that subject. Um, I'm going to share with you a couple of details I haven't even told your dad, so you could just keep this between us. He looks at his two friends. And they're just they're completely avoiding eye contact with him. They kind of mm-hmm. shuffle their feet almost as though they uh they're abandoning him to the wolves. You know, I don't have to run faster than the wolf. I just have to run faster than the slowest guy. So he looks at them and he looks back at you, Odesso, and he Yeah, all right, let's let's go. Alright, so I just walk away so that I'm out of earshot of his friends, but close enough that everybody can still see us so they don't think we're doing anything weird or I'm otherwise unduly influencing him as questioning. And I ask him, all right, here's the scoop. There's a couple things that have been going on in this town that are unusual. Cattle mutilation and other stuff like that. Now, I'm not going to go out and tell you that they're UFOs, but something is definitely amiss. Things tend to be situated around the reservoir. And I know you guys hang out there, and that's perfectly fine. Nobody cares. But if you could share with me anything you may have seen, something out of the ordinary, and I'm talking about people going into the water, doing something with the water, anything that you may have thought to be an unusual activity, I would like to know what you have to say. You know, I I don't see anybody going in the water. Nobody, everybody knows not to swim in the reservoir. We just, we all, everybody just kind of hangs out. Maybe they'll go into the, wade into it a few feet or whatever, but... Couple of years back, somebody drowned. A couple couple kids drowned, so they told us to make sure we stay out of there. I think they got sucked into the uh, the filtration. Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, the filtration stuff. And uh, the only thing we ever see going in and out of the water, honestly, is is the the lights at night. I mean, that's that's pretty cool because you know (laughs) when you're kind of having fun with your friends and you see the lights coming down and you see the reflection on the water, it looks like two lights kissing each other. And then they, the lights actually go into the water and then come back out and they're no longer kissing. It's like they broke up. They broke up, you know? So, uh, Which way do the lights come when they're going to go into the water? From which direction? Up. They approach from the north, south, or they just come straight They, they approach from, from the sky. Odessa, why don't you make an intelligence check? Okay. All right. I need to get uh, under 90. And I got a 13. 13? Yeah. As Lenny is describing how the lights come straight down, he's not really describing north, south, east, west. And you're kind of looking around. You're standing on the edge of the reservoir. And you look and you notice that the reservoir itself is almost in like a crateresque area. Got it. Where everything would have to come down to come to the water. That's gotcha. probably not something... As they're camping out on the edge... Of the reservoir, anything that comes to the water would come from the top down. Got it. But no specific direction, like it had a crest or rise of any particular location, like north, south, east, or west. It just simply appears to come down. All right, um, Lenny, when the, how fast are these things moving before they go into the water? Oh, they're, they're, they, they come down fast. It's like almost they just appear above the water. Man, they just they just appear above the water, and they come down like somebody dropped a rock or something. It's beautiful. You gotta see it. It's just you know, orange lights, blue lights, red lights, green light. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it just comes down to the water, goes into the water, comes back out of the water. A few moments later, it's it's awesome. You see this huge wave of water coming off this thing. Does it make any noise before it goes into the water? No, no noise. That's strange. Completely silent, huh? Hmm. And when it hits the water, does it make a big splash, or is that only when it comes out? You know, it's really weird, man. It's like when it, it goes into the water, it's like melting into the water. Almost like it melts the water as it and it goes around it. You don't even hear it, you just see it. It comes and it comes down fast. And going into the water. But when it comes out, it's like happy birthday, bro. Gotcha. And how often does this happen? Is it is it a nightly occurrence? Oh, it's every every couple of nights, every night. We didn't see it last night though. We were waiting for it, and uh, 
I don't know. We, they just didn't see it. I think we might have crashed out a little early, sometime around 2.30 in the morning or so. Is there a particular time it usually appears? No, not really. I mean, once it once it gets dark, and it's been dark for a while, it, uh, it happens. But, you know, now that I think about it, it happens like every three days. Every yeah, three days. Yeah. And does it happen, like you said, you crash out a little early around 2. Does that usually mean it comes in around sometime after two yet before sunrise no no i mean we will stay awake and we'll watch the lights they do it a couple times in at, you know the same nights and stuff but uh they usually start coming down around 11 11 30. we just decide well maybe they forgot but then i i realized that uh you know it was uh sunday night so maybe they had to work monday i don't know they couldn't do it gotcha so you'd expect to see him tonight then yeah, you know, uh, I don't think they keep a leap day calendar, but I think it is, yeah. Okay. So, huh. No noise. Lots of lots of different colors. Um, you ever see anything left behind after the lights are gone? No. Now, once they leave, it's a few moments later, the ripples of the water make it to the shore, and that's it. Anybody take any pictures? I mean, I know you all got phones. Anybody have any recordings of this stuff? I, I personally don't. Uh, I know Jane and used to take some with her phone, and uh, I think Lips took a few pictures, but I, I I don't know honestly. Okay, all right. Well, I appreciate that because I'm trying to figure out what the connection is between all these weird things happening, and uh, I appreciate your being candid with me. So, don't you worry about you guys becoming the subject of the investigation. Oh, I got your card, man. I'll call you guys if I see I something. But that. you know, I'm gonna have to tell my dad about this, right? Go right ahead. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. And please tell him that he, you have the appreciation of the federal government. Uh, cool. So as these two are off talking, mm-hmm. each you, Coldwell, and Rice are still with Mitch, the Lips, Atkins, and Jimmy Wren. They're kind of watching Adesso and Lenny walk away. And they watch them start to arc around the reservoir, start going behind the foliage, and disappear. Hey, man, what's he going to say to our buddy? I think he's just wanting to find out a little bit more information. Doesn't he have to have, like, a search warrant or something? Not to talk to someone. I mean, if we were to go inspect your vehicles or something like that, potentially, but why would we need to do that? You guys have been open with us the whole time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, dude. And as a matter of fact, um, I need to uh, speak with my fellow agents here. Uh, Do you mind if we uh, step aside? You guys can continue doing what you're doing. You want the privacy of the tent? (laughs) Well, I'm sure you guys would appreciate that more, right? Ah, I'm just kidding. Whoa, whoa. Not without Lenny. (laughs) You are called the triumvirate for a reason. (laughs) Yeah, so if you'll excuse me, uh, Agent Coldwell, Agent Rice, stepping over here a little bit. We don't want to bore you with the details of this. They make their way down to the edge of the water and just kind of start picking up pebbles and throwing it. Okay. Um, So, let's, uh, let's talk about where we're at. So we got... Adesso talking with Lenny. That's great. I'm sure he'll find out some more information. What I'm more concerned about is, as we just heard, our young lady friend was supposed to meet up with the Mr. Scott Adams, and we haven't seen her or heard from her since. I wonder if she actually had the meeting with him. Maybe we should go uh, give this man a call. I believe he's staying at the same hotel as we are, so that shouldn't be too difficult. Ichi, do you, do you remember this guy's name? I I don't remember. Scott Is it like Adams. Scott? Scott Adams? You yes. Know, I mean, I can run it through the system, see if maybe he shows up. Yeah, I think something like that would be great because when we were talking to our our concierge Sarah at the uh, at our sleeping establishment, she had mentioned that he's the owner or head of the paper of watch the skies or the skies are crying something like that so that should be uh, he should be pretty easy to thank you he should, be pretty e- <laughs> he should be uh rather easy rather easy to look up him being a distinguished blues player as well as newspaper entrepreneur 
Yeah, yeah, I can I can run this guy through the system. Let's see what uh, we come up with. So, Handler, I'm going to step over to uh, one of the vehicles and just put pull my laptop out, put it on the hood of the vehicle. Alrighty. Connect it up to my uh, cell phone hotspot, get the encrypted communications back to the uh, database, and I'm going to punch in Scott Adams into okay. the search and see if I can come up with anything. I think, did we not decide... Or did we decide? I think criminology was the uh, check I needed to. Criminology was the case that they gave me. Yes. Go for okay. it. How's that apple juice? So it looks like Hawaiian punch you're drinking tonight. <laughs> I am tr- I'm drinking some rum of the gods, spiced rum, and uh, some tropical juice or whatever. Right. Tropical Tropicana <laughs> in there. All right, that's a uh, 54, 54 under 70. All right. So you punch in Scott Adams. You get a couple of different ones, but one of them that jumps to the top is Scott Adams of Knoxville, Tennessee. In fact, it says that he is currently employed and is the CEO of a newsletter called Watch the Skies. Under his personal information, you see that currently he is 27 years old, six foot one. 170 pounds. This is according to his driver's license. He's worked for McDonald's for five (laughs) years, and this was two years ago, and B. Dalton Bookstore before that. Wow. Blast from the past. He was. McDonald's Douglas, the the aircraft place? (laughs) Unless they're flipping burgers in their cafeteria. No. It shows that his annual income as CEO of Watch the Skies is negative $15,270 this past year, meaning he is taking a loss. Price to paper like that isn't making more money. Hey, so Ichi, this guy, um, does it seem like this Watch the Skies is really like legit outfit? It, it almost seems like he didn't quite cut it. You know, and I, I, Bring him over to so that Ichi could see the computer. Look at this. He worked at McDonald's and B. Dalton before. Sounds like this guy is just like a hobbyist around this stuff. Yeah. And apparently he's renting two rooms, one for himself and one for his equipment. So maybe when we're stopping by and giving Mr. Adams a little interview, maybe we can find out about... uh, the room, maybe uh, maybe our lady Sarah Connor will allow us into the room, or maybe we can find our own way in. Perhaps uh, Adesso's friend, the one he shared the whiskey with, maybe he knows a little bit about it. Sounds like it could be a rival paper to Phenomenex. Perhaps. Hey, Caldwell, Though, you, you have something to say there, Caldwell? I was going to say, I did remember that you guys did have a drink with uh, one of the people at the motel. Maybe they had some kind of inside scoop. Oh, with uh, Karen Cola? Is that who you're thinking there, Coldwell? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You might be onto something there, uh, Ichi, about this this, uh, rival newspaper. But uh, I don't know. It seems like maybe Karen Cola is a little more believable than this this other character just based on his background. But, you know, we should talk to him. Let's let's drive into town. Talk to this guy. And they're both at the same place. I mean, we can split up if we have to. I doubt anything desperate's going to happen at the old shut eye. Um, so as you guys are brainstorming this, you see Agent Adesso and Lenny starting to come back around the the arc of the reservoir, coming through the foliage. Hey, Adesso, um, you know. W- was there anything revealing in talking to uh, Lenny, to the sheriff's son? Basically, he told me about the lights. They come down, they go into the water. No sound. Many different colors. They go into the water, they come out. They do it about every three nights. Usually start about 11.30 or so. And tonight should be a night we can do that. The guy who may have some pictures is his lips over there. So we can ask him if he can show us some pictures on his phone. Last person to take some video is Jane. Now she's missing. I'm not sure there's a correlation there, but these lights do sound suspicious. 
So, you know, recall we heard that uh, Jane was supposed to meet up with this Scott Adams. I wonder if that may be contributing to why she's not here. Um, Ichi and I have been looking into this guy's background and he seems kind of a uh, kind of a hobbyist UFO hunter. Remember, he's the guy that had two rooms back at the shut eye. Yep. Um, his yep. background seems a little shaky, like, you know, he's just trying to make a name for himself, maybe. Um, would you and uh, Caldwell be okay to hang here and, and Ichi and I go back and talk to this rice guy? That sounds good. Sounds real good. All right. How are you doing, man? Are you holding up okay? I'm feeling much better. Uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. Appreciate it. All right. Okay. Good seeing you, Grimace. <laughs> so what is the plan then? I think Ichi and I will take uh, the, what, the Bronco or the Blazer back to town. Betsy. All right. Old Betsy. Betsy. And uh, Coldwell and Adesso hang back here and maybe uh, question the rest of these guys. What time is it again, Handler? It's probably like 930 in the morning at the most. And old uh, Junior Oakley said that the lights usually don't start till around 11, was it? Yes. You've got a full day before anything like that's going to become an issue at this point. Okay. Well, then I guess we'll, we could split up and we can head back to the, the old shut eye and see what we can find. If we can maybe have rice meet up with, uh, Mr. Adams and I can check out his room, maybe find out the maid schedule so I don't get walked in on. Um, or maybe if, if I can't seem to open the door, I can talk to Miss Sarah there and see if she can help us out. Hey, Ichi, you mind if I drive? I get car sick. Yeah, I don't like to drive, so go for it. All right. So Ichi and I head back to town, their handler. Okay. Back to the Morrow's shut eye. Um, while we're driving back, I just would like to do a, um, uh, what was it, a humint or just to see what, or I think it was eat. search. No, <laughs> no. A search just to see if anybody was following us or anything like that. I don't remember okay. which. Alertness. Alertness? Alert. Yes. Okay, so I'll do an alert, and that is going to be a, uh, an epic fail, 97 over 50. But not a critical fail. Yeah. So you're swerving away from the reservoir, swervy road, mountain road, making him shaboom, shaboom, making your way back into <laughs> Groversville. And it's about three and a half miles back into town. And every time you try to catch a glimpse that there may be something behind you on the road, you angle into another curve and then another curve but you really can't be certain if somebody's following you but based on your speed and your caution you would probably think that maybe nobody is but you're not 100 certain you're only 97 certain it's you fancy yeah okay. as you're making your way back into town agent adesso and agent coldwell you guys have remained back at the campsite. Uh, I don't want to call them hoodlums, but uh, of the Utes. The Utes. Uh, I'll ask Lips if he if um, I'll ask him. I understand that you may have taken a couple pictures of those lights with your phone. I don't want to look at your phone, but if you could show me some of those pictures, I would appreciate it. Are you asking me as a law officer? Or as no, a right now I'm asking you as just complete curiosity. These lights have got me. Um, I'm not sure they're connected to our investigation, but they certainly are interesting to hear about. Mr. Oakley was telling me about how they come into the water. They're all different colors. They boil out. It, it sounds like it sounds yeah, got, pretty interesting got, to me. I got a couple of pictures, sure. And he opens Ooh, up his man. phone, and he, he brings them up, and he shows you. Mm-hmm. And you can see he's got like six pictures from the other day. Mm-hmm. And you see the lights in the sky. You see them coming down halfway, see them going down into the water. You see, for some reason, that there's a uh, a pause, like, where he took a picture and there's nothing. Then you see the lights above the water, and then lights back up. They almost look like a reverse, like somebody put the pictures in reverse order. Uh-huh. There's lights, lights down, no lights, no lights, lights down, lights up, and that's that's all he shows you. I'll ask him. These pictures look like they're in reverse order. 
Did you take them? How, how did that work? Well, I just did the screenshots of the video I took. Oh, you have you, a video. Yeah, yeah you, you didn't ask. Video. You just asked me if I had pictures. Well, yeah, Mr. Oakley said you had pictures. If you got a video, I'd much rather see that. Yeah, I could have swore the handler said I was the one that took them. <laughs> <laughs> he hands you the phone, and, and he actually pushes play, and you see him videoing it. And you see it at the point where the lights are actually above the reservoir. Mm-hmm. And you almost think that there's that the sound is down. And then you hear somebody, shut up, man, shut up. And then you see it slowly go down and meld into the water, come back up boastfully, all the water coming off. It goes up, and then it actually disappears. Gone. Sanity check. Thank you. Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's make that sanity check, Agent oh, Adesso. <laughs> okay. Thanks, each. Okay. That is a 94. I fail. You take two points of sanity. Gold to Bloon, he doesn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Wait, wasted what? on him, right? <laughs> I've done oh, it before. <laughs> So out of character, I, I missed. Why is he taking sanity damage from looking at a video? It's something that's unnatural that he's okay. never seen before. Got it. <laughs> Got to bring everyone's sanity down to my level. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> so, Adesso, as you're watching this video uh-huh. and your eyes kind of like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Now, has Adesso ever believed in UFOs or aliens? I'm going to say no, although he does believe in the supernatural. Aliens were not part of the equation, but given what he's seen, that's he's thinking, look, there's stuff beyond our veil. There's stuff from another reality trying to impart its way into this reality. Aliens, that's part of our reality. Life on other planets, sure, the, the possibility would exist, but actually coming down and interfering with this whole operation, no, he would not have considered that. Now, Coldwell hasn't seen the video. No, but Coldwell actually wants to make a recording of it off of Lips's phone. Can we do that over like a cell phone or something like that? You can do that, or you could send it to yourself without him knowing. Okay, I'll uh, send it to myself. With respect to it coming out of the water, does it look like it's a machine of any kind? Like when it crusts the water, is there an outline uh, highlighted by the water droplets? Is it breaks the surface and if so how big do the lights appear to be without any any context or scale yeah it's difficult to get a judgment of its scale because of how big the reservoir itself is Mm -hmm. so you don't know if it came into the water 50 meters in front of you or 500 meters away from you you just know that you just know that it went into the water plus it's it's dark you just see the lights appear you could count that there's probably seven lights along the arc of it before they go along the backside, but you don't know how big the lights are, or how far apart they are from each other. How long do they stay submerged in the water? According to the video, it's probably underwater for about 10 seconds. Okay. And I'll ask him, how far back from the edge of the river? Actually, just river. From the reservoir, how far out were these from you? Just give me an estimate. Now they're up there by the tent. All right, did you? Are you going back up and asking them that, or? Yeah, I'm going to go back up and ask them. Say, well, I didn't realize I'd left, but what I would ask him is, how far from you were these lights? Were you from the lights? I I, I don't know, man. They they look like they might have been in the center of the lake. I don't I don't know. It's so dark out there. You know, one of the things is like if uh, it's who knows if they're coming. If there's too much moon, we don't see it really. If there's too much moon, okay. Uh, do the lights look bright to uh, with respect to the video? They look really bright, like boy, you can see those are lights, or they're hard to make out, kind of dim. Where are they on the brightness scale, so to speak? You figure if we were looking at a at a light bulb in your house, it would probably be like a two hundred watt bulb. It's pretty bright. Okay, and no way to gauge their size. Not from where they're where they're standing. And did he tell me how far away he thought he was? He said they're about the center of the lake. Yep, um, that's what he I'm said. Since, 
yeah since i'm perceiving the rep the reservoir how far do i think the center of the lake is from where the edge of the reservoir would be probably about a quarter of a mile oh this is a long distance okay yeah if you look at the scale uh-huh yeah the I size of the lake is probably about maybe a half a mile across okay yeah hard to say okay how long no, have wait. you guys been coming out here and viewing these lights like uh, what brought know, you like, guys uh, here it's really been kind of uh since like maybe five weeks we started hearing about it and it was just really by chance we didn't tell anybody we just uh we'd always come out here have a couple couple sodas um, <laughs> road sodas uh and uh just kind of hang out and then one night we just saw it, it was about a month ago maybe a little over a month ago or so hmm. so this hasn't been going on for much longer than that do you no. guys tell anybody i mean this looks like something that should be observed by other people or at least recorded this is highly unusual they only saw some dude uh rc cola or something like that he, he was asking us some questions and we told him you know <laughs> What did you guys tell him exactly? Uh, we just said there were lights. He came out one night and uh, he saw them. And then the next night he came out and they weren't there. So he just gave, he didn't come out anymore. Did he say anything about what he thought the lights were? No. We asked him too and he said he didn't know. He said he had to go. He said he had a pie waiting for him. I don't know what the fuck that meant. Okay. Did you guys ever see anything floating on the water after these guy after these lights went away? No, man. It's, it's dark out there, man. I don't see. Anything. Ever find anything in the next day, next morning, around the edges? No, no. We don't go in the water. Filtration, man. Got us scared. So as you're as you're going through this this questioning, Agent Kimura and Agent Rice. You guys make it back into Groversville proper. Tell me what you want to do. Hey, Ichi, how do you want to play this? Well, I'd say that we knock on the door, introduce ourselves, and maybe we both interview him for a little bit, find out some information, and then I can excuse myself, and then I could make my way to room 102 where his equipment is. Maybe that will lead us to some more information uh, or maybe it's just a dead end, but either way we should find out. And if I can't find a way, if I can't get my way in, I'll see if I can talk to Miss Sarah about letting us in. If I can't get my way, I'm going to talk. Take my ball and go home. <laughs> <laughs> Take my purple globule and go my, home. My katana and I'm out. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to it. So you guys pull into Merle's shut eyes parking lot. You see that Krista's car is still there as well as a few other cars, probably Sarah's or Karen Cola's, who knows. Walk me through. Well, uh, we just get out of the car, go in the front door, and uh, make a beeline for uh, 102, 106. As we're approaching, uh, I just I whisper to Ichi, hey, you might want to pour a little charm on to uh, Sarah as we pass by, kind of grease the skids if this doesn't work out, talking to this guy. And as you walk in, you see she's behind the counter, and she's like, "What? Well, hello, hello, guys. How how are you doing? We're, we're doing great today. Well, yeah, it's just awesome, darling. Yeah, you need more eyes." She kind of unbuttons the top of her blouse a little, make herself <laughs> a little more appealing. Well, maybe uh, maybe later in the evening. I think it's a little bit too early for cocktail hour, but then again, maybe it isn't. Oh. You know us. We like to have fun, too. Uh, can I help you, you gentlemen out? I know you guys are going on the wrong wing there. Are you going to go see Mr. Karen Cola again? No, we were actually inquiring to see if Mr. Adams is in. Do you know if he's in still? We haven't had a chance to introduce ourselves yet, so we wanted to go and talk to him and see if he can help us out with some of our questions. You know, you're so friendly. Um, you know... <laughs> Mr. Adams, ever since he checked in a couple of days ago, I, I haven't seen him actually. He's had the Do Not Disturb sign on both of his doors. And uh, now that I think about it, I don't think I've even seen him come out once. Maybe he's That's a terribly peculiar. busy man. I, I don't know. 
Well, tell you what, we're going to go up to the room and we'll knock and and see. But if if you haven't seen him in three or four days and his vehicle's still out front, um, if we can't get a hold of him, maybe you can, you know, help us out. We could do a, a welfare check on him or something like that, because that seems, especially for such a young man as uh, Mr. Adams is, that doesn't seem correct. Hopefully everything's OK. We'll let you know. We're going to go see if we can talk to him. Yeah, I'm not really comfortable about that, Agent. With us talking to him? Yeah, you know, he uh, he was very specific about not being disturbed. Well, I'm I'm sorry we actually have to talk to him. I mean, we're going to be as cordial as possible. Um, if But if it's been, you said, three or four days? It is. It's been a couple of days, yeah. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm I hate to say this, but, you know, he he asked me specifically not to let anybody disturb him. Well, I'm actually sorry, but, you know, part of our job as federal agents is, you know, we have we have to follow up on all leads and we need to make sure that we talk to him and make sure that we get all the information we can. I mean, you've, you've heard probably some of the stories that have gone around here and currently looking for a young lady who's been missing for a few days. You know, he might have some information that can help us out. I don't know what Mr. Adams would have to do with, with, with all that. Uh, you know, people, Neither they come we. and go from Groversville all the time. Make a human check on okay. that. Each. Right. Out of character. Um, with all due respect, ma'am, it's none of your fucking business if we want to talk to it. <laughs> we'll get that later there. <laughs> we'll get that later. <laughs> Under 50, we got a 39. So by 11. She looks like she's holding something back. But there might be a reason why she's reluctant. Okay. Now, now, Miss Sarah, I, I understand that maybe you had a, you know, verbal agreement with uh, Mr. Adams, but it is something we have to check out. I mean, is there something that you need to, maybe that you can tell us? Is there a reason why he doesn't want to be disturbed? Um, I, I was just told not to, not to let anyone bother him and she starts like kind of wringing her hands and you know cleaning shit up on the counter that is mundane things that probably don't need to be cleaned yeah the, no the bell ringer is very polished already sarah yeah. it looks great well we'll tell you what i mean how, how can we make this at least a little bit more smoother for you because we have to go talk to him would it be better if you accompanied us or? it's not about that agents look I'm, look i really need this job i can't afford to be fired We'll tell you what, I'll let him know that you were getting ice for, uh, we'll say, Mr. Caracola. And, it's not uh, about that. He paid me money to make sure that he wasn't disturbed. If they found out I took money, I could lose my job. Well, they'll never find out that you took money. And, and in fact, we didn't even have this conversation. You didn't even see us. So how could you have told us not to bother him? How does that sound? Well, this conversation that didn't happen is going to cost you 50 bucks. <laughs> how about this you can charge the room and i'll just stare at her like pretty intently very well but i'm gonna go down and i open up the door for you make sure you don't do nothing to mr adams no that would be fantastic you want room 106 correct let's go 106 102 whatever you're most comfortable with we don't know which one he's in well, he's registered in 106. His equipment is uh, in 102. Okay, well, how about we start with 106? Because we want to talk to him. Make a welfare check. Make sure he's okay. She looks behind the counter, grabs the key for 106, and starts leading you down the hallway to the east. She leads you past room 109. Agent Rice, you remember that as being Karen Cole's room. You pass... Another room, and then finally the final room on the south wall, room 106. She knocks on the door. Mr. Adams? Roomkeeping? She raps on the door one more time. Mr. Adams? Housekeeping? Uh, you know, I hate to do this. And She puts the key in the lock, turns the lock, and opens the door slightly. And lets the door swing maybe six inches. You see the room itself is completely dark inside. 
I can't go in. I, I'm not going in there. They don't pay me anything to do something like that. She steps back and her backside hits against the door of room 107 right across the hall, leaving a clear opening for each and Rice to do what they want with the door. Well, each will approach the door. And before I open it, I'll turn to Agent Rice and say, Agent Rice, can you please make sure that Miss Harbor here doesn't go off? I'd like to talk to her in a, for a minute after this. And each will push open the door and turn on the lights. You flip the light switch and nothing illuminates. But you do see that there is a slight crack in the curtains that are against the far south wall. The same bay window that faces the parking lot. And it's just enough to let light in where you see several blankets covering the window itself as though somebody was trying to push something against the window. Mm -hmm. You're almost immediately assaulted by this sickly sweet odor that's emanating from the room. Okay. I was expecting uh, you to cut to the other agents right now. <laughs> you always do that. <laughs> I can't I can't smell this because I'm out in the hall. No. Kind of <laughs> I will uh <laughs> Um, I, what I will do is I will um, close the door a little bit and I will ask uh, Miss Harbor. Uh, Miss Harbor, we're going to go check this out real quick. While you're here, can you <laughs> can you uh, also open up Mr. Adams' other room for us too, please? Sure. Uh, you bet. She starts heading down towards the hallway. Mm -hmm. And goes down towards room 102. Okay. I'm going to keep a watch on the door, and I'm just going to wait and see that she, I see she opens it and make sure Agent Rice is, you know, able to see what's inside. Of 102? Yeah. So he's following her? Yeah. I don't want, I don't want her to enter the room, find that he's, you know, afflicted by the bright light, and he's turning into fucking Akira and all that shit or dead so i want to i want to keep her out of it as long as possible that's why i'm trying to distract them and have them go that way okay so you want you, rice to follow her down to 102 and have her open up 102 that's what i'm hearing okay yes yeah uh, he would like me to take the sanity damage not her no you're in 102 <laughs> i'm i'm the one with the the dark room that smells like you know putrescence putrescence yeah wow. i'm already i'm already on the brink of sanity you know the edge of sanity so we got to keep you clear so she goes down to room 102. She can just open it too. We don't need to have her follow it, you know. Okay. You can just, Miss Harbor, you can just open it too and we'll let you know what we find. Thank you. She puts the key in the lock and then pulls the key back out and steps aside to the right towards room 101. Okay. Agent I'll mention. Each, what are you going to do? Well, I'll mention to, uh, so I'll, I'll let her know. Uh, thank you, Miss Harbor. We'll let you know what we find out uh, and let you know how Mr. Adams is doing. Agent Rice, could you open the door a little bit and let me know if it's also dark inside? So Rice moves to the door jam, uh, not where he's in view of the, uh, or exposed. And he, he moves his uh, leg in to kind of open that door some more with his foot. So the door is unlocked. You turn the handle, you go to push it in slightly, and the door resists and does not open. Agent Adesso and Agent Coldwell. <laughs> there it back is. at the lake. You are looking at these pictures. You've texted yourself. Text yourself. I hate that fucking word. The video. You've got Mitch the Lips there and Jimmy Wren as well as Lenny Oakley. And the three of them watch you as you do what you do. We've already been to the reservoir's edge where the water starts, correct? That's correct. We didn't find anything, did we? Just we, the water. Just the water, but we did spray uh, some of the stuff that was around there. Yeah. Where is the filtration plant facility? I would say it's probably to the southeast of the reservoir itself, 
someplace along the line where it would have to make its way into Groversville. Not visible from where we're currently. No. You're considered to be in like a crater-esque uh, valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotcha. Now the map here, it gives us a little bit of a view, but... All right. Um, right about there. Oh, I got you. It's it's distance from there. I get you. Yeah. All right. Um, Coldwell, you think we should check out the filtration system? I mean, we're not seeing any debris or anything around. When these things go into the water, no one's reporting anything. We didn't find anything. In order to be thorough, I think we should just check out the filtration site. But honestly, I'm not sure what we're expecting. If we're going to find anything. But I think that's a good idea. I mean, until what 11 o'clock tonight we can't even be expecting lights right all right well i think we're done talking to the youths and we'll tell them that we're um appreciate their input and uh if they notice anything give us a call and then we'll get into the uh charger and the cold well will drive and uh we should make our way to the filtration facility and see if there's anything to be found there and as you're pulling away, you see the three youths. They're looking at you. They're watching you drive away. And you see Lenny look at you, Odesso. I just mm-hmm. kind of give you like a barely noticeable nod mm-hmm. as you guys drive away. Got it. It doesn't take you long to find the filtration plant. Maybe another 10 minutes. You follow the dirt roads, eventually become gravel roads, and you find yourself in front of a large structure. Even though you could tell that it, the concrete that the, that the structure is built from is very thick, you could still hear the hum of it. Got it. Any personnel around? Or is it just largely an automated facility that only regularly scheduled maintenance would have anybody there? From what you could tell, there's a, like a chain link fence that surrounds this large structure. But there's no guard there or anything like that. You don't see anybody wandering around or anything. Is there a gate? There is. Gate locked. Are you in the car? Tell me which one. Yeah, we'll go to the. We'll drive to the gate. Okay. See if we can get in. It looks like it just has one of those horseshoe latches to it, but it's not locked. Okay. okay. Well, do the latch and we'll drive closer to the facility. What do you okay. think, Colwell? Yeah. yeah. You don't see any cars in the parking lot at all. Okay. You see a. Uh, appears to be one door. It's gray amidst this cream-colored building. But the door itself looks to be metal. Gotcha. Metal door, probably locked. Well, we'll go over there to the door. Is it... Uh, try to open it. It is locked. Do we have any lock-picking equipment with us, by chance? You left Ichi in the other car. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, okay, so that door's locked. Is there any other way in? Uh, you'd probably have to skirt the building itself. It's probably the size of, like, a... Uh, a gymnasium. Okay. Well, cool. Well, let's try to find another way in. Being since our master lock pick is not present. You wander around the perimeter of this structure. You see that there is another metal door on the back side. Locked as well. You do also notice that there are several ventilation vents higher up in the wall, about 12 feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You tried the metal vents. Perhaps we should use a doubloon to say that maybe the back door was left unlocked by doesn't, a... Doesn't work that way. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, 12 feet off the ground, air vents. How would we even get up there? Even standing on the trunk, I don't think that would get us as close as we need to be. Coldwell, any ideas? Is there anything we could stack up to climb up? I would probably suggest moving Betsy up to the side of the building. We don't have Betsy. We got the charger. Charger, roof, four and a half feet off the ground. Still puts us about two feet short. <laughs> uh, is there anything in the trunk of the charger, like a pry bar, a tire iron? Roll your D20, and let's give this thing a luck check. All right, let's do it. Okay. I got a four. <laughs> you don't see anything in the trunk 
that'll help you. In fact, even the spare tire tools are missing. Check agent each in Agent Rice. Well, hold on a second. By law, they're supposed to have a spare tire and tools. Possibly. They gave you four guns and a sword. <laughs> I got I got uh, the sword and a gun. Hit us, Andor. Agent Each and Agent Rice. Agent Each, you stand before a door of a darkened room with blankets covering the window in a sickly sweet pugnant spell slowly eking out. Agent Rice, you stand in front of a closed door that's now unlocked that is impassable. What do you think there, Rice? You want to give it an extra nudge and see if it's just equipment that fell in the way or if someone holding it? Do we know? Yeah, maybe it's just the carpet. Who knows? Maybe um, uh, announce we're looking for Mr. Adams. Housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I moved to the other side of the uh, the door where the, the handle side is and uh, knock on the door a little bit more loudly, pause a moment, see if I hear anything. Nothing. Okay, so with my right hand, uh, still using the rest of the, the wall as uh, cover, is really try to push on that door, see if I can get it to open. Make a strength check. I'm a strong mofo. Uh, strength. So I've got a, I've got a roll under 55%, uh, 96 over 55. The door doesn't Ow. budge. Ow, my shoulder doesn't budge. Hey, each, the, this door is, I can't get this thing open. Okay. I, I um, we, we should probably look at the other door where maybe, maybe there's something there. Help us get into well, this other room. I don't know if you know what I've seen so far. So the the room is blacked out. It's covered up. So light is not coming in. And there is a sweet, stinky smell. Handler, do I recognize this as a smell of death or something else? You recognize this as the smell of death. Okay. Well, we'll just close the door up then. That guy's dead. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, so it smells like someone or something has passed. So I think maybe we can announce ourselves as we're going in. If it's a human who's still around, they will hopefully acknowledge that. If it's something else, potentially something like Adesso had seen, I don't think that will help us out at all. At that time, uh, I think that we should arm ourselves and I think we should go in. And I will be well, I tried turning on the lights and they did not work. So whoever was in there before turned off the lights and made them so they wouldn't turn on again. Do you have a flashlight? I do. I have a tactical light. I'll go in first. That means you get to take point, Agent. <laughs> As you take point, Sarah, the guest specialist, goes out the emergency exit to the west into the parking lot. Does it go off? Yeah, I was going to say. No. Okay. Um, Rice, do you want me to go after her? Or do we care? I know. What does she know? If she doesn't know anything, why would she be running away? Seems odd to me. Well, I don't want to leave you and have you go in the room. We've already tried that with Adesso and that didn't work out. Well, you know what? I'll wait here. I'll, I mean, there's nothing keeping me from going in here right now. Let's go get her. I'll wait at the door. You go get her. Okay. I'll wait until you come back. Each will uh, make a run for it. Katana flying free. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's like running like this. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Doing the Naruto run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I will pursue her and hopefully get to her before she can get to whatever car she has. You run down the hallway. You burst out the emergency exit into the sunlight. And I'll see you next session. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Skip.
and real quick, uh, my internet keeps freezing. So I've turned off a lot of the gallery pictures. So if I don't see you guys motioning, sorry. <laughs> Should we turn off that fucking tablet in the background? Yeah, I can. I don't really have a lot open. No. I'll, I'll try closing everything down. No, don't sweat it. Horn I don't see you off. freezing up. Uh, so see. Yeah. it is on my end. Like it says your internet's unstable and you guys freeze up like you're in the kind of pose sometimes. Okay. But well, if you drop, we'll we'll pause for a moment until you come I'll back. I'll close the the whatchamacallit. I don't need to the know porn? The, the map for the town. We'll close that's that what we're calling it now, the map. Yeah. You just gotta spend 15 minutes with the map. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again on World of Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We have also have a YouTube channel at World of Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly pick and choose past shows from our archives or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.